Hey, Tammy here. Really quickly before we get started, just want to remind you all that there is a Patreon page for Tea with Tammy. If you would like to donate, go to patreon.com slash tea with Tammy. And if you have ad space inquiries, please send an email to sip at teawithtammy.net. Now let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Tea with Tammy. This episode is episode number 86, and this episode is the July check-in episode. Remember, every month we have a check-in episode at the end of the month, recapping all the shenanigans that happened within that month. So we all know there's a lot of bullshit that was floating around in the month of July. So let's get into it. Jermaine Dupree. Now, Earlier in the month, Jermaine Dupree decided to take his so-so-deaf ass onto a talk show and answer some questions. Why? I really don't know, but he did. And the talk show hosts of that morning show decided to ask Jermaine Dupree what he thought of the current state of female rap. Why? Still don't know. But his answer seemed like, well... When he started to answer, he seemed stumped into answering some names or, you know, saying who was out currently. And then he went into the spill of how he thought all female rappers were rapping about their same experiences of being in the strip club and how no one is really proving who is the better rapper. Now, of course, this just proved to everyone that Jermaine Dupri doesn't go outside often. He doesn't have internet. He doesn't have a phone. He, he he doesn't know what civilization is because if he did, he would know that female rap, it's in its best state that it's ever been in. I have no idea where Jermaine Dupri has been or where he's got these ideologies from, but I would like to inform Jermaine Dupri that not every female rapper is talking about the same thing or the strip club or their vaginas or whatever stereotype that you have on female rap. We actually have people like Kamaya talking about her experiences, Snow the Product, Dreezy, Tierra Whack, Rico Nasty, all of these women are not talking about any type of experience in a strip club because they have not lived that life. And so, Jermaine Dupree, I highly recommend you to go outside one day, turn on any media source, and I'm sure you would eventually run into all of the female rap that is happening now. I mean, you can't even turn to NPR without seeing the new Lizzo tiny desk. And so get it together, Jermaine Dupree. Or, I mean, just just refrain from answering questions like these. You can say no comment. I'm not really well-versed in female rap right now. I'm really, my head is in something else. And you can just say that. I would have so much more respect for you right now if you would have just took that route. You can you could have easily just said, you know what? I'm really caught up in a growing up hip hop reality show right now with Debrat and Bow Wow. And so I'm really not versed in all of the female rap that's everywhere. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree, so, so deaf. And for you to think that your little so, so deaf women's cipher is going to fix this nonsense that you started, you, you had an, you have just no idea (laughs) how wrong you are because all that makes you look now is just arrogant and conceited. It looks like you want female rappers to join the cypher to prove themselves to you because you're holding your opinion as the right opinion of, yep, I said what I said. Now show me different. 
no, Jermaine Dupri, who are you to have us do this? You know, I see women still participating in this cipher. I see videos on Instagram. I'm not going to knock anyone's hustle. I don't know if there's a prize for this cipher of any sort. I don't know if there's any benefit of this. If there's not, just, just hang it up. Um, and if so, again, I'm not going to knock anyone's hustle. But again, Jermaine Dupri, carry on. Next topic. So this next topic, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea where it originated from or who sparked this debate or this discussion, but I saw it on my timeline and I decided, hey, I want y'all to have a little two cents too. And so what I'm referring to is the Jamie Foxx versus Donald Glover debate of like who is more talented. Now, I deem Jamie Foxx is like the goat. I feel like a lot of people sleep on him. Like he's one of the best to do it. And he deserves every single fucking flower that grows out of the ground. But, you know, Donald Glover is on his way. Now, if you ask me, I feel like Jamie Foxx is a stronger actor, a stronger singer, a stronger, just well-rounded, like, entertainer than Donald Glover. Like, Jamie Foxx is more seasoned and older, and so you, I feel like we can't even compare the two, but if you want to have that debate, Jamie Foxx has been doing this. Like, from doing, like, sketch comedy and, like, living, like, that, that alone makes him a goat. Him him playing those characters, him having his own show, the Jamie Foxx show. Donald, where where's your show? I mean, you have Atlanta, but I mean, that doesn't really seem like, you know, your show. You know how everyone like coined their own show in the 90s or the, or the early 2000s? There was the D.L. Hughley show. There was the Bernie Mac show, the Steve Harvey show. And so Jamie Foxx had his own show. People like to forget. I don't know why. I love the show. That was classic comedy. But Donald has been putting in work. He has a successful singing, rapping career. Um, he has a stand-up special. But if you want to ask me who has the funnier special, definitely Jamie Foxx. Um, I believe his was called... Oh, something about something security. I feel like the word security is in the title. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Someone comment under this episode and please inform me so I can look it up because I believe it's probably on YouTube or somewhere. But anyways, he is the funnier person and just seems like the more natural, uh, charismatic person. And not that that should matter because we're talking strictly talent. Like I want to be, I want to tune in to the person who's more charismatic. Jamie Foxx just seems like a welcoming person, even if he is the exact opposite when he takes everything off at home. Like if he, if this all is just for show, at least he is pulling it off way better than what Donald's doing. Not that he's trying to pull off anything. He's just being himself. But I like Jamie Foxx just better as a whole person. But to add to this little debate, if you want to just talk about people who are like multi-talented in the industry who really we forget. Let's talk about Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy had a successful singing career too. He had a he had a hit. Um, he, he can act like he is funny, but um, let's not forget his freaking role in Dreamgirls. That that was amazing. Jimmy Gussel, I know y'all remember, okay? And he has done stand up classic he was like the bar for a moment like he was the bar when it came to raw um yeah just a well-rounded entertainer he also did you know like that sketch comedy he was an snl 
People forget about that. So give Eddie Murphy his flowers. Um, Will Smith, I feel like he gets his flowers, but sometimes we forget to. I don't know. Um, but he is just very well versed, obviously. You know, he's done voiceover for animation. You know, Shark Tales had his own show, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He has not done stand up. But he had a, you know, a successful music entertainment career. And then, of course, we have to mention Drake. Drake is on his way. I mean, as we've recently found out, he, he's not the best dancer, um, but he, he is a funny guy. He's a good actor, good rapper, good singer. He's on his way. He's, he may not be the best. He may not be the master of all those trades, but he's a jack of all those trades. Um, and so, yes, let's let's make sure we're giving our flowers to our multi-talented entertainers. I mean, sure, we can give, you know, Idris Elba his flowers for, for rapping on that one song, but we've had other actors who have had full-on musical careers. Like, unpredictable? <laughs> Jamie Foxx ate that. But anyways, let's move on. Okay, so let's talk about how I am just tired. I am just sick and tired of all of these slave movies. How many more am I going to have to tolerate before enough is enough? I do not have the patience to sit through another struggle story that just... That, that just isn't going to do anything for me, you know? I don't know if it's going to do anything for, for anyone, to be honest. But, I mean, what sparks this topic is the new Harriet Tubman movie. There's going to be a new Harriet movie. It's called Harriet. And the the woman who's playing Harriet is actually not even a descent of America. I mean, that sounds odd for that to be an issue, but if you're not any type of descendant of, you know, slaves, then mm, you might be a bit disconnected, which has been proven to be true because some people have brought up problematic tweets of her saying how black American slang is so ghetto and nasty. And it's like, well, because you're from a different country. You don't know what we've gone through and why we say what we say. And so it was just very disconnected. And so I don't know how she's portraying someone a descendant of slaves if you've never had anyone in your family a descendant of a slave. I don't know that to be fact, but I feel like that's the case. But again, I'm sick of all of these slave movies because it's just... It's just too much to keep painting the same picture for black people over and over. White people either are going to be overly extra in the, in the sympathy or going to be overly judgmental and feel like we were wanting this sympathy. And I, I don't like either or. I don't care for either. And some would say there hasn't been that many slave movies. To clarify, I'm not talking about specific like slave movies, but just showing the black person in some type of strife. Like I'm just, I'm tired of that narrative. Even if the story is amazing, even if the cast is great, me personally, I'm tired of reliving the stories that we already know ha- have been happening. Sure, this is great for white people to see, but I mean, I rather them hear it from our mouths, us educating them face to face, you know, them turning on the news and caring about what the police are doing to us than hearing the same textbook stories. But I will say, side note, to play devil's advocate, I'm for it if it's being told through black lenses because I, I know a lot of the times too, these slave movies are told by white people and there's a white savior and that's just, that's just disgusting. 
That is just so low. Like, why does the white person have to come in 12 years a slave? Pretty ass little Brad Pitt had to just stroll on through a random town with his long hair and just save the day randomly? No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to be a part of that. But just to name some of the movies that just come to mind when I'm talking about just being fed up of all these storylines of where the, the black person is just in the struggle role. 12 Years a Slave, like I mentioned, Birth of a Nation. I mean, Jingo was more so like a hero story for the for the slave, but nonetheless, it's still a slave. Um, Free State of Jones. Ugh. And then I mean, Green Book. That's not a slave movie, but uh, I was I wasn't for it. I never watched the show Underground because that seemed a, a tad bit slavey. Um, I know you remember like watching The Butler, The Hate You Give, Selma, Hidden Figures, like all of these movies. Yes, I'm sure I've named some great ones that have done great things for some black people, but for me personally, and my in my head and my sanity, I don't want to keep hearing about this beat down story of black people. I want to hear some other stories, some positive stories. Like tell me about the black people who have invented things. You know, tell me about the black people who have started things, who initiated things, who were pioneers, who were creators. I want to see more of those stories. Maybe I'm being selfish for what type of content I want to digest, but hey, so be it. And if you agree, let me know. If you disagree, keep playing devil's advocate in the comments because I want to know the other side. Maybe, again, like I'm saying, maybe I'm being selfish, but I feel like as a, as a community, it's enough. I'm speaking for us right now. I know I shouldn't speak for all of us, but I'm going to go ahead and just (laughs) step out on a limb and say it's enough. But this is actually a great stopping point for a nice little break. So let's get into some tunes and I'll be right back. Nah, 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 like, you're right, like, it's, it's like so much other shit that uh, influenced our situation, or that I didn't let influence our situation, you know, but it's like, that shit comes with growth, you know, you get to a point where it's like, fuck it, that shit don't even matter, I'd be like, girl, if I had one wish, I change all the rules. Girl, if I had one wish, I trade it for you. But how could you blame us? Girl, I came from nothing. Yeah. This life can get dangerous. Yeah. Undercover lovers. Yeah. Hot just like the summer, but sweet just like my mother. We kick it like my brothers. Yeah. And they just think we fucking. But let me tell you something. Girl, if I had one wish. Change all the rules Girl, if I had one wish I'd trade it all for you Girl, we got years in this, yeah 
Uh, and I can't lie, even a real nigga will shed tears for this, yeah. No, I love you, girl. Let me show the world just how real it is, yeah. Cause you deserve it all. When a summer falls on some serious shit, yeah. Be like, baby, 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 baby. You my little chocolate thunder. Little bitch! Sex, money, marijuana. Don't ever act like you don't wanna. Just set it out, yeah. This is D. Scott, the youngest Don, and you are now tuned in to Tea with Tammy. Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Whoa. It's about uh, 7.20 p.m. in the studio. Um, I get to stay out later now that I'm older. You feel me? Another year wise, another year stronger. Two four, me feeling like Kobe. Y'all don't really know me, dog. I just started a dynasty. Me and Riley back to back in three P. Headed up to apartment three B. Pulling on the head, yes yeah, three C. Then we made a movie up in three D. Had it sinking like Jockeys, three E's. I'm a living remake of ET. I didn't even wait. Hold on, I got distracted. Y'all ain't ready for this EP. Message sent out in the CC. New Connect, 2008 3G. MVP left the roster in G League. Okay, so let's take a recap of my year. I feel like I have surpassed all of my peers But that's just my perspective Anything I say is subjective Put on for my city is my objective Whatever I put out is effective Can I work with you? I am selective West of the East Coast is receptive 3M dreams is reflective But I need more than that Shine bright in the limelight Give me the rock, dog. You ain't scoring that My mind right, time is finite Got this content, trying to tour from that People asking, Vic, yo, what's the plan now? Well, last year to this shit told you I'm the man now, and the brand been expand now. Had a sweet tooth for this one girl who was complicated. She a fan now. Had expensive thoughts. No, I'm not dreaming. I'm not regular. You should stand down. Still, I see better days, and I make better plays. Two EPs in the album. Damn it, I need a better stage. I'm not asking. I'm demanding. Why your sales low, dog? You planned it. I can connect with any damn crowd, but she like when my song is romantic. Another year wise, another year stronger. Two for me, feeling like Kobe. Y'all don't really know me, dog. I just started the dynasty. Me, Jalen, Riley, this the big three This ain't a fluke, check the CV Y'all ain't ready for this CV So let's get into some serious news that happened in the month of July. Let's talk about TK, Mr. Uh, Do the Race, if you will. Um, TK is a rapper. I'm sure if you Google TK, T-A-Y-K, he will pop up. Um, was recently sentenced to 55 years for being found guilty of murder and three counts of aggravated robbery, which happened in 2016. 
that is some serious shit. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you right now. That is just some stuff I don't even want to touch really as a topic. But if you want to keep it a, a again 100, I never once said free take hey, and that's intentional. You can dig up n- not one tweet, not one Instagram post or story saying free take hey, because from the beginning, obviously he was guilty. I mean, judge me if you want for going against this young black man, but I mean, it's written on the wall. He wrapped it in the lyrics. And I know there's people out there who are saying, you know, this opens a can of worms to lyrics being used in the courtroom, but when it comes to the songs that Tay-K made, he was literally reflecting his reality. I mean, if you're cutting off your ankle monitor and running from the police, and then you make a song called The Race, and in that song you talk about running from the police, committing robbery, and killing people, I mean, people can't just pick and choose what's the truth in, in your song. It seems like it's either all true or all false. And a piece of it was true. And my bet is it was all true. And it's, it's sad because he is, I believe, 19 right now, maybe. And the youngin is not going to be able to live a life because he still is awaiting another robbery and murder charge. And I mean, the verdict of that doesn't seem doesn't seem good. And so if he already has 55 years, he's he's going away for a very long time. My condolences to the lives lost in, in this situation or multiple situations. But again, it's never been free take hey for me. You can, again, crucify me if you want because we should be standing behind this black man. But if he is obviously guilty, I, I'm not with it. I'm really not. He he was cocky. He was rapping about it in the songs. Like he 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 did that. I'm sorry. That man did that. But moving on to the last topic I want to cover is I I don't know. I'm going to have to go back a few episodes. Did I say I was done talking about Kodak Black because obviously we're about to get into it because Kodak Black is just with the bullshit again. I mean, he's, he's sitting in a jail cell right now. And so I don't even know how he's a topic, but made his way to, to my, to my internet. He released a freestyle from jail. Um, I guess one of his homies went up to him and recorded him over the phone freestyling. And I can't even, I don't even want to say what he said. You know what? Better yet, let's just listen to a clip. I got the club wall to wall. I seen Carmen in here. I got Gucci trout and all the yellow eighty eight swing. And I bought you know Miami ring. She bought an eight away, baby. When I see him hit that bitch in her stomach, the way I keep this shit too real, they say I'm fucking up my money. Disgusting. Punch her in her stomach. I don't. I don't know the background story. I have no idea what Kodak Black does in his time. But I guess he bought Young Miami a ring of some sort to show his appreciation for her. I have no idea what the ring was for. But I guess he is mad that she has moved on with her life, found a man, and is now pregnant by that man. And he wants to now what? Kill her baby? Cause medical complications for her? Wow. That, that escalated really quickly, Kodak. I have, I have no, I don't know what to say. Um, I mean, after his disrespectful remarks when it came to Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle, rest, rest in peace. I thought, I thought for sure he was going to go away, get his shit together and then come back a new man in like two years. But no, 
Here he is back at it again. And I am sick of it. I have no plans in streaming his music. I have no plans in paying him any mind moving forward. And I know people are just up in arms with the whole cancel culture saying that we shouldn't just throw this man away. We should. And I've said this before. I like to educate. I like reform. I like to see growth. But if a person keeps showing you who they are, believe them. And we've given this man plenty of chances. How he harassed young M.A., how he called dark-skinned women too aggressive and light-skinned women were sensitive and easier to break down. Then he talks about Lauren London and Nipsey. And now this? Now you want to punch young Miami in her pregnant stomach? Get the fuck out of here, Kodak. If you don't get your, oh, let me, let me not, let me not, because I might get canceled if I get in my bag. But Kodak, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Get some help. And I should have known you were going to be this person. You're from Florida. Florida man. Come on, Florida man. It's always up to something, Florida man. You got to watch Florida man. Florida man is always in the news. But that's it for all the ratchery and bullshit I wanted to cover this episode. But I do have this to say before it concludes. For the month of August, each episode, you'll be hearing a guest host take over. August is my mental health vacation. And so starting next episode, you'll be getting tea with a new taste. I am confident that you would enjoy these episodes. These are amazing people who have personality, who know all about the culture or enough to keep a conversation going with you sippers. I might pop in, might chime in, might leave some clues for something. Um, But yes, I wanted to keep you informed as my Tea with Tammy sippers. And of course, you can always contact on social media and email at sip at teawithtammy.net. So stay tuned to see who these guest hosts will be. Like I said, a different guest each episode for the month of August. So the next four episodes, you'll be getting fresh voices. You're welcome. But again, donate to the patreon.com page, patreon.com slash teawithtammy. Follow teawithtammy on all social media sites. Listen to Tea with Tammy on multiple streaming services. And until next time, sip some tea.